Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped right, right. boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Alpha Sale is here with 30% off Alpha and installation. The Container Store, where space comes from. Hey there, all you amazing patrons, if you're hearing this sometime in uh, December, that is. Uh, and another hey goes to the folks hearing this sometime in 2018. I'm not even going to guess what month that's going to be, because really, what's the point? I mean, there's really no we point. We don't even know that there's going to be a month in 2018. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was just thinking you are fucking optimistic <laughs> if you think this world is necessarily going to last another uh, 22 days. I that's, saw well, me that, that summed it up perfectly. It was like, Middle school me learning about ancient Rome. How could such a affluent and well-developed society collapse so quickly and so devastatingly? Me in 2017. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, my <beer>. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I am. OK. America's like, hold my beer. If there's <laughs> one thing I'm going to pray for. It's that 2018 doesn't say hold my beer because 2017 was the most fucking disastrous year. Do you, did you remember? Did you remember how bad we thought 2016 was? Well, yeah. It, well, now it's like it's oh, not the death I'm of so, anybody. It's I'm the... so glad all those celebrities didn't live to see this. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. In 2016, it was. Oh my God! Which celebrity died? And now, it's, oh my God! Which one is an absolute disgusting pig? R right, exactly. <laughs> Last year, trending hashtag was oh shit. You know, oh God, who died? died. Yeah, the, one died. The, this this year, it's who's you know who, who who's a who's fuck a face rapist? Who's a fucking rapist? I I told my wife over breakfast this morning. I said my my line in the sand to whether I give up on humanity or not is Tom Hanks. If we That's find out, <laughs> if. If okay. we find out Tom Hanks, I, I actually said this the other night. I'm like, I'm going to be devastated if we find out Tom Hanks has been doing this. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an older one. Okay, that has more more potential to have had things happen in the past because this is someone that was big in the 70s. Okay, Henry Winkler, the Fonz. The Fonz. Yeah. If anything comes out on him, I will be fucking shocked because he is. <laughs> one of the nicest people I have ever met. He is incredible. I loved him on uh, Arrested Development. He oh my God. <laughs> By the way, yeah. Dustin Hoffman, I'm reading that story about him groping mm -hmm. that woman. I'm like, you know what? I see it. I, I see really it too. see it. I, really, I see it too. This is tracking I, for me. Well, so anyway, and, and, so anyway oh, let me get, let me, let's oh, get back to the script. We're doing, we're, a show, we're doing a show. Sorry. Hey, it's X, and I'm here with Felicia and our special <laughs> guest. Michael Shermer from the Reasonable Risk podcast. Oh, 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 oh hold on. I'm not oh, Michael not Shermer. Shermer. Oh, shit. Michael Schaefer. <laughs> Sorry. I, I read the wrong note there. Okay. Whoops. I, if, if, the, if, people watch it, if people could see my face, I would have been like. Wait a minute. Okay. That doesn't sound right. Sorry. Okay. Michael <laughs> Schaefer. Now, now, now I would. Like I wrote down the wrong. I would I like to have the audience that Michael Shermer does without <laughs> the asshole of Michael Shermer. Yeah. Well, how much does Shermer you have don't right know. now on he Patreon? Might poop I wonder. Excellently. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope that he goes three days constipated a week and then one day of just terrible shit. That is what that man deserves. Actually, in a cycle for life. Yes, exactly. Constipated for three days, terrible shits for a day. Constipated for three days, terrible shits for a day. 
I'm trying to see if he has. A, I know he has a Patreon out there. I'm just trying to find out which one it is. Shermer Patreon. Uh, Skepticus create. Yeah, here he is. He calls himself just Skeptic, or it's the magazine Skeptic. Yeah, uh, 1,700 a month. Not terrible. Not well, but he also. I mean, he gets He's the, the revenue magazine from too. So. The fucking magazine, which honestly can't be doing that great. <laughs> you know what? I I I bet it still brings in a decent amount more than it costs. Oh, it's they only do four issues a year. It looks like they do there. So, okay. Skeptic, not magazine. There we go. <laughs> yeah. With him at the he's helm got of other donation sources though. That's not like, it's yeah. not like he's living off of two grand a month. No, he's got other donation sources coming in from people probably like the Mercers. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan B. Peterson. Maybe, yeah. maybe George Jordan. Soros. No, Soros no. would be on our no, side. No, it's not our side. Yeah, I know, they, I know. I know. Except he never know. fucking pays us. I know. I, I sent out invoices and everything. <laughs> I have been doing my job. God damn it. <laughs> not getting paid. We're all doing the fucking work. Except we're not getting paid. Where's our shill money? Yeah, I've been <laughs> shilling hard, motherfucker. Jesus. So my, this I mean, is Michael I will Schaefer. shill harder if you pay me. <laughs> oh, X is trying to introduce. Yeah, I'm trying to do the show, now. Michael Schaefer. Yes, and this is the uh, the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. Uh, this is the special content that we provide to the folks that are so generous to share with us at least a buck a month. And I talk about how much of a pittance that is. But uh, Patreon has seemed to do fit to you know charge you guys a little bit more. Thankfully, we do per month, so it's not really affecting us that much. We've had a couple people drop off. It's not a big deal. I'm not too worried about it, but it's just, fuck you, Patreon, for doing that. It's like, come on. Yeah, fuck you, but I can afford it, so I'm going to keep Yeah, I mean, everything's been chugging along fine for a while. They're like, hey, let's rattle it as fucking hard as we can and see what we can break. (laughs) What what they said is, if we exploit a certain group, do you think we can get more money? And somebody else in the board, some other white man in the boardroom said, you know, I bet we can. Snapped his fingers and went, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or or, or somebody figure out they better make some money now while they can, because this is not something that is uh, not replicable. This is is fucking easy. I mean, I'm. Believe me, I've spent the last two days thinking, who who do I know that I can you know get something set up like this with? And the answer is really nobody that <laughs> that, that would actually be able to you do it. You can set but... up your own website and PayPal button. Well, and I've I've, oh, got, the, sure. I've sure. got the PayPal button set up on the website, but I you can it's the setting up the secure RSS and stuff like that. Ah, uh, yeah, and, it, and that's that's what the issue is is getting patron content out. And for for me, having the community on Patreon uh, helps because you get people from other shows coming to check your stuff out. So if you just have a page yeah. on your website, yep. yeah, that's great. But, you know, having people being able to click on other people's shows, they like if you go find somebody like, huh, this person also listens to this show. Let me check this one out. There's nothing inherently like like they could do a Twitter of Patreon. And yeah. right. there we there, go. There's a lot of ways to do that. I mean, I think within our uh, little podcasting segment of the universe i think you know we all do a good job i think of trying and to promote what is each your other podcasting segment again let's it, i don't think we ever got there oh i, I said it i said it but no. yeah i, I think it was I gave him the it, wrong name though <laughs> yeah yes so 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 just just to be completely clear i'm michael schaefer of reasonable <laughs> risk podcast and for me i've been watching a lot of alt-right fucking videos this week i i Ooh. <laughs> I know, braver man than I. Well, I 
I, I don't do it for this show so much. I do it because I need to know what the other half is thinking. I need to know what their what their current MO is when it comes to like trying to argue with people. And I I agree with that. I th- I think it is it is good you know to the extent that we can to get into the heads of the people that have the opposite ideas to us. But I'll tell you it's getting harder. Yeah. And Sorry, I end up just like tuning out. Feeling <laughs> I end up feeling like hopeless and well see that's like, that's it's the... getting harder as there as i mean i say they because i think that i mean we are rational people and <laughs> i mean yeah. i do think we're the ones that are right on the multitude of issues um but the whole doubling down thing mm-hmm. with you know it's like you're you're proven wrong and instead of instead of instead of saying, huh, God, maybe I fucked up, they're like, no, it's so even worse than you, that. Have you looked into the science of what it is to be wrong when you're challenged on core beliefs? Um, there's this wonderful book called Daring Greatly by Bernay Brown. I, I swear it's my Bible now. Um it's, mm-hmm. she's a mental health she's a mental health researcher my, my wife actually has a book of hers like on the on her nightstand like right now oh Bernay's great she's a researcher <laughs> so she wasn't a therapist she's a researcher on um on and she's been doing research on vulnerability and um human relationships and stuff like that and it, it's mm-hmm. really quite fascinating she's she's it's very excellent and um she's also a wonderful writer and she talks about uh, the experience of uh pain in the brain so what they found is that when someone's core beliefs or value is challenged um and people will often assign their personal value to what they believe whether it's true or not um, and when that's challenged, they ex- their brain experiences pain. And it's not a pain you can isolate in the body in any way, shape, or form because it's just pain in the brain. And the brain doesn't have pain sensors, but it's the same part of the brain that responds to pain. So you're actually physically experiencing pain. And when you do that, uh, when a person experiences that, it's very often that they will go into a fight-or-flight response. So have and, they done like MRI brain studies on that? And- yeah. Yeah, they have. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so wow. Um, so sh- what she'll talk about is when is identifying when you're experiencing that, and saying aloud that you're ha- you go. She goes. Um, she says the practice she started doing it. I've started doing it too, and it's actually really quite effective. Um, because when you say the thing aloud, it actually triggers other parts of your brain to function, mm. and so you can actually turn off that switch. Um, and so. Uh, by identifying it, you actually have power over it, and saying it aloud actually mm-hmm. utilizes multiple parts of the brain. Um, but what these people are doing is when they are challenged, when somebody shows them that they are wrong, they are experiencing physical pain, or not physical, but they are experiencing actual pain. Well, right. It's translated. I mean, if our physical pain is translated into electrical impulses, if it's the similar or same electrical it's impulses, same. It's, it's pain. Exact, yeah, it's pain. So they're experiencing actual pain. So their body is going to put them into a fight or flight, which can cause them to double down. Now, for those of us who are aware, what you can do is say it aloud, pain, pain, pain. <laughs> uh, another wow. one I'll do is if I'm starting to panic, I'll go panic, panic, panic. <laughs> like, uh, and, and that can actually shed light on 
what you're doing and it can re reformat where your brain is at at the moment. Um, but that's what's going on with these people. It doesn't matter how much you prove them wrong. They're experiencing mm-hmm. actual pain. And so they are going to shut down. Well, and, and that, it's, it's that just means, scary, but it's true. Well, and, and that, I think that says to, to us who want to influence them that we shouldn't just dismiss. We should try to break through. Uh, yeah, it, it it actually means that we have to be a little bit more cautious in our communication with them. Right. Directly. But on this show, we don't give a fuck. This is well, no, for us. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, we're preaching to the choir right now. Well, The thing is, we, we decided long ago after we started to get some pretty good notice from a, a uh, he's not a preacher. He's just a shitty, like syndicated radio talk show guy, right wing audio kind of thing by the name of uh, what is it? Josh Bernstein or Bernstein. I mean, I'm not sure which way he pronounces, but. Yeah, he uh, sure he started like cyber stalking us, like especially Felicia Bernstein. Like, yeah, Bernstein Jewish. <laughs> it, <laughs> it sounds. I mean, that's point, Jewish right? name. Not if his mother's not. Well, I, I know. I I, I, I hate. I don't it, know it, what this guy, but he he's he's been featured on Right Wing Watch numerous times, and so we made a couple of videos about him. Like, aha, look at this fucking knucklehead, and we start talking about stuff about you know. Attacking his points, never attacking the person, always attacking sure. their arguments and shit. And like he obviously Googles himself. Mm-hmm. He's probably got an alert. Yeah, probably so. So he. Uh, I'll uh, admit, I have a Google alert on myself. So I'm just proud of my response to this. Um, after a couple of these, and he kept calling me a whore and disgusting and stuff. Oh fuck! Great, great. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, yeah. nice. Very, well, very, very classy. And he started following our Facebook group and, or like following the, uh, the, right. the, fa- the Facebook page. And like he started commenting on things like shitty comments and stuff. And I was like, well, OK, let's see how lock- I'm, like I do cybersecurity for a living. So like, <laughs> let me go. Let me go see how locked down this guy's stuff is. And his Josh Bernstein like Facebook page that he's posting from is his own fucking personal thing that he does all of these attack stuff on. Like, including pictures of him with his wife and his kid and, like, Jesus! talking about stuff. And I'm like, dude. How irresponsible <laughs> do you have to be? But he's he's probably proud of it. It's just, it, it bugs the shit out of me because it's like, I separate X on the show here from Chris mm-hmm. Reed in real life. I mean, I'm the same guy, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, I'm not like, and I just realized I fucking said my whole name. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, how about that? Well, that's right. That's all right. Just Nobody doxed yourself. It's my real name, so I, I, people have always known I'm Chris. I don't know if they knew the I'm last me. name part, but I don't care. What are they going to do when they go to find my Facebook page? Huh? Everything's friends only. Fuck. <laughs> right. So, uh, what I did in response was strap on a pair of my pole shorts, which are just itty bitty little hot pants. Gorgeous um, is what they and, are. And uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, my heels, the six inchers with the big platform. And every time I needed to remind myself to be happy, I'd clack my heels. <laughs> <laughs> and so Call we, me a whore. we decided like, like right it. around that point where we're like, you know what? We, we could be one of those shows where we actually talk to these people and try to have a discussion with them and stuff. And, but we're like, mm-hmm. no, no, we're not going to do that because these people no, don't this deserve is an outlet. Yeah. They, they, right. they don't need a, They don't need our platform to spread their shit. And so I, I get upset when I see some people out in uh atheist world 
like having the shitty people on there. I'm like, maybe that's the way they want to do their show. Maybe that's the way it is. I but- don't know. Uh, Thomas Smith, friend of the show and ser- of Serious Inquiries Only, he had that Lonnie guy who's yep. running. Um, I actually really appreciate that conversation. I think that was way, more of a joke. A- I think that was more of a joke kind of interview thing because he didn't really have any kind of real tenuous, you know, no, but I no, grasp on reality. About so. it. But it, it told- I talked to Thomas. That was really Lonnie. I've met guys like that. It yeah. told I've us like what that. a big segment of the population thinks. Yeah. I, and I also thought that, that was liberal. worthwhile. However, he's a liberal. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> there a, a lot uh, believe me a lot of this whole the whole working class is liberal they're, they're liberal. liberal they just don't they just know don't it. get it they, they they just don't understand that the policies and the we things that they a, want are liberal we had this guy over he was he was hanging out except for abortion that's this is much one, more, by the way this is much more interesting than the fucked up video i was going to play for us so i'm happy <laughs> we're having this discussion i'm glad i'm not talking about that uh, anyway. So we had this guy over. He's from Tennessee. He has the most amazing Southern accent. He is charming and wonderful. He's a delightful human being. And uh, I mean, yeah, he, he's got he, he's subject to the culture and stuff like that. But he, he was talking about how his dad started the first female soccer league in his in their state professional soccer league in their state and he's like and a lot of those women are lesbians and my family doesn't care but and he's like but then on another side he'd be like he like would ask me if i voted mm-hmm. republican and he was trying to tease me because he knew i wasn't but right. uh he's like yeah i'm conservative and i'm like no you're fucking not dude right i'm hanging out with you right the fuck now if, and you're not <laughs> if, if if you're i mean the way that conservatives have gotten now it used to be i think you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, certainly, that there was, you could credibly be a fiscal conservative and a social liberal. You can't credibly be that anymore. Yeah. It, because yeah, yeah. you can't be well, socially liberal. The fiscal it, conservative has gotten so off the rails and absolutely. Well, it, and it's, and, and that... it's been proven to be bullshit. Mm. I mean, look at this tax bill. They're going to, Tack on another trillion dollars to the debt. I don't give a fuck about the debt. Tack the deficit, on a trillion the dollars. Debt. The deficit, which will be no, no. way it, worse on the debt. No, no. It's one trillion added to the debt over 10 oh, years. Oh, well, I it's thought it was one trillion. No. No, it's, it's about 100 billion per year. Okay. So, I mean, we're so, still tracking on the same page. I just thought it was the deficit. Right. But it, regardless... I don't give a fuck. Add a, add a trillion dollars to the debt. Interest rates are still low, but do it to help support education. Do it for infrastructure. Do it for social services. Do it for yeah. social safety net. Don't do it to fucking just give rich people money to sit on that they're not going to do well, shit. They're they never going to spend said, it. <laughs> they openly said this was for their donors. Absolutely. And, and their donors that. have openly said, we're not going to give it to the fucking workers. They've openly said, no, we're doing stock buybacks, which in their defense is absolutely what they should do with it. Yep. It's just stupid to give it to them. They if don't you're going to give it to them, that's what they should do with it. And, they should do stock buybacks. And the but, extra money that they're going to be just sitting on top of the hordes of gold like Smog the Dragon, mm-hmm. they're going to pass it on to their children tax-free. Right. That is the biggest fucking scam. 
That is the biggest skin. And not only that, that is the biggest hypocrisy. And they call it because the tax too. I they like to, they <laughs> like to preach self-reliance and bring you up by your bootstraps. And they're the ones that want generational wealth passed on for, you know, from your fucking great, great grandparent that you never knew what entitles you to wealth that was created in the 1700s on the back yeah, of exploitation slaves of people, and yeah. taking land. I see you know, houses here in the valley where I look at where they're built and how expensive they must be. And, I'm, and my wife was like, how come we can't have a house up there? And I'm like, well, because we didn't have ancestors that exploited people. And she's like, what? Wait, what? Like, I went full socialist on her there for a second. She's did <laughs> she didn't expect that. I'm well, like that. And, that's obviously and, a family that moved here and took and they, money. And let us be clear: they exploited the labor. The Mormons here in this state exploited the labor of women. They they displaced natives. They abused mm-hmm. and displaced natives, and then they exploited the labor of women. You know, why it's called the Beehive State because of the women. The women were the backbone of that. everything. Yeah. So the women were the they were. It was considered uh, like everyone was a busy worker bee. But the women were expected to contribute just as much in the beginning of the state, uh, if not more, and also birth children. Uh, it was every, the women every 10 workers. Every clo- you know, like yeah. clockwork. Every it was, 10 months. It was the backbone of women who actually built the state. And, and in the early Mormon church, women did work. Women did. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I would say that that's probably true throughout history women. and every, right. everything. <laughs> but they exploited the labor of women. They exploited the labor of women Absolutely. because they paid Absolutely. their husbands and stuff. Uh, and husband, because it was polygamy at the time. They exploited the bodies and labor of women and then told them that they were magical queens for doing so. And that is why we have the state of Utah. Oh, also, whores built the West. Uh, <laughs> yeah. for, they weren't necessarily exploited to do so. They kind of, hey, uh, that, was, that was just some good not, entrepreneurship. Not mention, well, actually, actually well, a lot of them were, were brilliantly smart business people. Absolutely. I mean, they, absolutely. Yes, they were. Brilliant. And some of, some the of the madams, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they did some incredible things. And unlike the rich white fuckers running this country, they did reinvest that in. To mm-hmm. society, and yeah, they that is why into their town. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why women have the vote. And and that's something that's that's so disappointing is this this refusal to understand that whatever it is that you have, even if it was just within your generation, you you do have it because of the infrastructure that's built here on the backs of everybody else. Um, I mean, I work with rich people. I work with a lot of rich people because they buy expensive houses mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, some of them may have inherited money. Um, some of them haven't, but, uh, you know, I will say that for the most, well, mainly cause I, I really prefer not to work with assholes. So I tend <laughs> not to, um, that's got to be hard with the rich people. <laughs> you know, you know what? It, new it, money it is, is great. I don't care. New money I'm, is, I'm having a joke it, at people. Well, new spits. money is the best. Well, I'll tell you, I had um, actually just closed on a deal this week, which was like the biggest fucking deal of my career, which is awesome. Obviously, a very, very rich person buying a very ridiculously big house. Um, (laughs) But what are we talking here? Like 8,000, 10,000 square feet, something akin to that? (laughs) 22. 
Holy Jesus. shit. That's a fucking warehouse. Man. Okay, no, I got to tell you that the greatest <laughs> thing about this house, it was built by um it was built by a couple and the husband I think was in oil or something like that is where he made his money, but the the uh the wife was a children's author. Oh, okay. So they built into the house a wardrobe to Narnia. <laughs> there there is a wardrobe in the house that leads to a secret room. <laughs> That'd be so awesome as a it kid. It's fucking it. amazing. I love it. It's so fucking much. awesome. I want but, that house. I don't even have kids. I don't even know if I want kids, <laughs> but I have people who I know who ha- like have kids, like my dear friend X here. And <laughs> it's it, it's really cool, but I mean my point being I mean, this was a $4 million plus house, but my clients that were buying it are awesome people. And, and he is new. I mean, nice, rich people. I work for one. He is a delightful human being and his wife is too. And their son is also great. (laughs) You know, you, you can be rich and be a good person. Um, but you can also be rich and be a fucking shithead. Just like poor people then. So (laughs) just like poor people, poor people can be shitheads or they can be good people. But let's not exploit them. Let's not exploit them. Right. Nobody should be exploited, even if they're a shithead. Oh, I'd exploit the rich as much as I possibly could. <laughs> they can bear it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't exploit them. No. That's the thing. You, you, you can't. You don't have the power to exploit them. No, no, exactly. Can we say they exploit one more time? It's starting to sound like not a word. Oh, no, th- that's going to be the David Smalley reasoning right there. It's like, oh, you use a word so often it stops having meaning. Fuck you. That is not what I said. That is I know. not what I said. That's what it felt like, though. So anyway, that's been really interesting talking about, you know, uh, the stuff we're talking about here. However, we're reaching that point where we do need to say goodbye to the patron show because we have a whole fucking episode to record still. So <laughs> I say let's get to that. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being patrons. Uh We'll gladly talk about more of this stuff in the future because I like not having to have the scripted, you know, stuff to talk about and not having to do videos, not having to do like news items and shit like that. It's always fun to just, you know, sit here and hash it out with people. And yeah, sometimes having a real conversation about stuff matters. Well, and that's what wow. got us into podcasting to begin with. So. Real conversations with actual people. Ooh. You, you'd be surprised how little <laughs> of those I have. <laughs> I'm very good at them. In fact, that's my entire job. Yeah, me too. That's pretty much what I what I do. And actually, I, I mean, for me, actually, it's draining often. But uh, when I get to talk about subjects that I really like, it's just fun. And when I get to have a little scotch. <laughs> I meant to go to the store today. Damn it. And now they're going to be open tomorrow. Ugh, I'm on my last beer. Fuck me. <laughs> Wait, you're. Are the liquor stores not open on Sundays? Oh, absolutely nope. not. No. <laughs> oh, okay. we, well, it's only been in the last like 15 years that they have been open on Sundays here. Uh, but uh, I guess they would be been within my drinking age. So I, I don't want to hear it. You guys have legalized weed there, too. It's just, it's just... <laughs> fuck. Yes, we do. <laughs> I don't like weed. Oh, fine. No, I'm just it's just amazing <laughs> that we're going to be surrounded by it here pretty soon. And, you know, we're just going to be this vast, empty spot where it's not legal. <laughs> it's like because it's easier to control somebody on opioid than it is marijuana. I keep going over this. Yeah. I. Mm. Anyway, we're done with the Patriot show. We'll catch you guys next week with another <laughs> episode where we'll talk about more of that. I'm sure we could talk about that. We could talk about how the fact that Utah 
likes people on their pain pills. So I can I have a theory about why they don't allow neighborhood pubs either, and it's uh money. It, the answer oh, is money and power except, and money uh, and power. Except for the next episode, we're gonna have a uh, Chrissyosity from uh, YouTube joining us, and so she's a she's a fun feminist lady, and I love not next her, episode, so. episode after next. No, she's here next weekend. Yeah, but we do two episodes. Right, a week. but it's two episodes. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about you know, on the next patron show is what we're doing oh, here. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yep. Yep. You, yep. you were both right. Yeah, in we a, were in, in a way. Talking on different levels. <laughs> it is Schrodinger's right and wrong there. You know, as long as you don't observe it, we're both right. That's fine with me. I'm good with that. Anyway, catch you next week.